Hello, and welcome to episode 79 of Regular Features. My name's Log, and I've just used Steve's keys, which is a very hard thing to say, but I've used Steve's keys to <laughs> close my trousers. Used Steve's keys. I've used Steve's, used Steve's keys. keys. You used Steve's keys. Used Steve's keys. What, you think you said it right? <laughs> Use Steve Keys. <laughs> I, w- I will not be judged by a jury of incompetence. <laughs> well, I've had your keys in my zip and used them to prize the little, whatever that thing, the end of the zip's called, Key. flip it out of the dead pouch in which it was prisoner, and then zip up my pants. Oh. Effectively, your keys have locked my trousers, and I'm sure they'll unlock them later again. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Steve. If you can thrill me with your with tonight's feature. <laughs> 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 Hi, I'm the monolith from 2001, A Space Odyssey. And I've got a bone to pick with you. Why aren't you listening to the Regular Features podcast? Right, hello. It's time for my Roger Helmer update. That's the noise he makes during... <laughs> New jingle! During sleep, orgasm, and when, breathing when, when furious <laughs> when confronted with the science facts on climate change. Roger sent around his second monthly newsletter titled Straight Talking. Yeah. It's not, it's not even like a funny na- thing on his name. Like... Helm... Does he took from the helm? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, from the helm. Is that even a phrase? No, I don't think so. At the helm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roger Wilco. That gives him a good (laughs) bit of military kind of authority there. (laughs) Framed Roger. Rabbits (laughs) or the liberal agenda? Yeah, I'll wager the latter because I have nothing against rabbits. He would have had something to say about myxomatosis, I'm sure. Mm. Shall we explain who Roger Helmer is for the uninitiated? <laughs> no. No, Roger Helmer is a UKIP MEP. Absolutely. Um, who despises immigrants, wind yeah. farms. Europe. Europe, <laughs> where he lives. Therefore, himself. <laughs> he's a climate change denier. Mm. He's very much pro-business. Mm. And he's also on the record as saying, if it's okay to sell gays, why can't someone bishop-like cure them of their disease? Something weird like that. Yes. Which is probably where straight talking comes from. Is this a homophobic newsletter? Oh, it may be. Maybe it's it's a subtle jab at homosexuals. Mm. He's been clever enough not to go all out. Yeah. A lot of UKIP, the old UKIP men, have said ridiculous things about women and gay people and have been subsequently struck off uh, yeah. by Nigel Farage. I <laughs> <laughs> vigorously struck off. I know again and again. <laughs> he just struck me as fascinating because going through... He's a prolific tweeter, just like me, and really that's where the similarities between us end. Because <laughs> yeah. every opinion that he has is always like the exact counter to my own opinion. <laughs> so every time he says... Comments on on any topic, I just know it's always going to be the polar opposite of what I believe yeah. is the correct thing. So straight talking is is the uh, the strapline for his newsletter. Roger Helmer's electronic newsletter from Strasbourg. <laughs> That's good. He, he didn't go for something catchy or sort of modern like e letter yeah. or 
e-pamphlet. So this is, um, uh, he, he proudly says he's now got over 5,100 followers on Twitter. Follow him <laughs> 5, at... 5,100. Wow. Roger Helmer, MEP. <laughs> like, that says a lot about the man, that he can't just say 5,000, he has to say 5,100. Well, 5,000 is no. probably the last email update. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even Two more significant open. figures is fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And then he says... Watch my new video presentation here, brackets, just two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then he, 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 take, he picks up on several different topics that have been um, rankling him uh, and just things that he's been up to. I'm going to pick out some that, that struck me as interesting. He writes, The Telegraph of February 11th carries a story about a teacher struck off from manhandling a five-year-old. It's <sighs> pretty bad. But the point that stuck in my craw was that the event was a, quote, non-religious Christmas concert based around global warming. Oh, so it is to do global warming. <laughs> so instead of doing nativity, this, why would they do it in February? <laughs> why, if it's in February, I would go as far as to say there's probably not going to be a nativity or Christmas related. Why do you need, why do you need to point that out? Well, if we oh, no, Telegraph. Did the story on February? Yes. What so the must fucking Telegraph up to? If we continue to knock the world off its axis with, with global warming, Christmas will be in February. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Roger Helmer wants or refuses to believe is going to happen. Um, oh yeah. So the story was about a teacher presumably smacking some five-year-old. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to just smack some sense to him. To him. <laughs> Science issues. But as soon as Roger saw a non-religious Christmas concert based around global warming, all of his concern for beaten children seemed to evaporate. <laughs> like the oceans will. But who's... <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> but whose side is he on in this? What on earth is the point of a non-religious Christmas oh, right. anyway? And why dedicated to the new religion of global warming? This is wicked in- intimidation and represents a prima facie breach of the 1944 Education Act. Few things genuinely shock me these days, but this report did. Fuck. Wow, Roger. Did I pronounce prima facie correctly? Prima facie, I think prima it facie. is. That means big face. Well, yeah, <laughs> this means premium face. <laughs> yeah, in my day, they used to slip a nice juicy Jesus down your neck. <laughs> oh, it's a wind farm. It's a fucking wind farm. So, because he does hate wind farms and green energy, he's also something of, a, of an armchair expert when it comes to energy policy. Okay. Um, he has a whole little chapter of his newsletter. He's not an armchair expert. He's fed facts by corporate interests <laughs> that he's adept at regurgitating. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and he loves thorium. Isn't that a, a thing from Avatar that they're going after? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> it's the element... Th- oh God, no, I can't remember the 1980s reference, sorry. I was going to do a Thora Heard reference then. <laughs> the element that she's made out of, and that's why she's impervious to bullets. <laughs> thorium is, is an alternative to uranium as a nuclear fuel, which I... I I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think nuclear energy is... I think it's okay. I like it. Well, I, I like the that. fact that when that scientist off the telly waved a pound note at me or dollar bill and said, there is enough energy in this dollar bill to power the planet for a while. <laughs> for and ages. That, yeah, if, you, if you exploded every atom in this dollar bill, we'd basically turn the Earth into a spaceship and float around for ages. <laughs> Forever. It would be like... Star Trek. <laughs> Do you like Star Trek, little boy? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's that's pretty much. Oh, then he closes off with um, 
with Culture Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Please say he's like, I went to see non-stop starring Liam Neeson. <laughs> I loved it. What a great film. <laughs> I recommend you all go see Four Helmers. <laughs> so, excitingly, Roger followed up um, 20 minutes later. Dear blank. You would have recently received my newsletter from Strasbourg. Due to an administrative error, it appears that all email addresses were displayed in CC. Oh. I have now taken steps to ensure that this will not happen in the future. I sincerely apologise for any inconvenience caused. Best regards, Roger Helmer. I love now, it when I hadn't realised that he had put the email addresses of everyone on his mailing list in the two box of this newsletter. You hadn't realised until you saw him cop into it? No. Oh! <gasps> So so good. <laughs> I'm thinking. Has anyone replied yes. already? No, there's been no no one's no one's abused the reply to all. That's yet. mad. And I've had a quick look at the CC box. Fair play to the man. He's got a lot of people on his uh, on his mailing list. How many? He may have plugged it into the UKIP mailing list. Has, is, have you gone to all the names of all the things? Is it like wogs out at hotmail? <laughs> <laughs> White for rights. <laughs> I think it would be irresponsible of me to to reveal any of the names on the mailing list. Mm. But would it be? But perhaps <laughs> during the week, and I could update you in next week's podcast. There might be straight talking issue three hitting the inboxes of all of those Amazing. people. And let me tell you, Roger has some radical new opinions. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> it's just too beautiful. You've oh, got... God, stop. I'm just so excited. Can, we, can I contribute so many... some articles? Can I be a guest speaker? Can I, can I be a... Um, well, we should all... Farage. Yeah, we should all... Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I've met... Me and Nige hanging out in the pub. Farage's barrage of fact. <laughs> yes! <laughs> on a barge. Nigel's barge. On a barge. <laughs> Nigel's barge barrage. <laughs> We've got so many images of Roger Helmer from your birthday party as well. You could just load up the thing and be like, Absolutely. I went to a party the other weekend. Look at this. Oh my God. Have we told the readers that we took photos of ourselves virtually naked, naked. with our own Roger Helmer masks? I, I, I don't know. God, we do so much that we don't tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff that's just for our own gratification. This isn't just a joke for your benefit. We actually terrorise this man. <laughs> yeah, eagle-eyed readers will notice that we, uh, that we follow four people on our Twitter account. Us four and Roger Helmer. <laughs> oh, did I... Well, <clears throat> did a, a friend offered to take a video of him fucking someone wearing a Roger Helmer mask. <laughs> <laughs> to my mind, that is... And then we could just send it to his office saying, do you think this is acceptable behaviour for an MEP? <gasps> send it to Brussels. <laughs> How legal is what I'm about to do and Gav. <laughs> to doing on the podcast? Well, just... I think it's not illegal to reply to all, is it? No, it's not, because... And it's not illegal to send an attachment. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't see how you can make any leap to illegality in what you're doing by assuming the identity of a, of a member of Parliament. <laughs> and filling it with libel. <laughs> and sending fraudulent mass unsolicited emails <laughs> to the UKIP community. It's just, it's just one email you're sending, technically. Yeah, and with a lot yeah, of I'm links just saying, if you want to unsubscribe... <laughs> <laughs> if, if I'm in prison... I will not be around next week to follow up on the, on that feature. 
Well, mate, just add us to the BCC list and, <laughs> and we'll take it from there. Regular feature. Yes. What's the next one? I hope it's something about Gabby's His two buttocks as sweet as roses, between which the girls will stick their noses. I realise on the way here that this feature is going to be more topical. Than I, that I thought it was going to be as well because mm, how come? Because it's about Jonathan Creek. Is he which, dead? No, <laughs> it's a new series. Oh, fuck, don't say that. My heart oh, left dead, and I know he's not dead. <laughs> um, but as this goes out, the day after there'll be a brand new series of Jonathan Creek starting, which I wow. completely didn't know about um, until this adventure happened. Uh, I guess is that, is that a cause for celebration? I'm not. I'm not being a cock. I just thought. Well, the general consensus was that it went downhill. Oh yeah, the last episode was like almost unwatchable. But this it's, it's, it's got a new person. It's just white noise and screaming. <laughs> yeah, like ghosts. Was it Alan Davies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and it was was Sheridan Smith on the last one, I think. But uh, this one has got Peter Serafinowicz's wife in it, who's quite funny. <laughs> I was just like Peter Serafinowicz. Oh no, his wife. His wife. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What, women can't be funny, Log? Jeez. Well, I, just I just don't know who his wife is. Well, that was like women are defined by their husbands, Gav. Yeah. Mm, that's a good point. But yeah, there's a new series time. But I was hung over in bed on uh, on Sunday and um, uh, with a new lady friend and we, we were deciding what to do with our day. Mm. And she said, oh, oh, I really feel like watching Jonathan Creek. And I fucking love Jonathan Creek. No, oh, like, fair I was, play. Like, huge, and I, I was like, oh, do you like Jonathan Creek? This is quite a new thing. And, I, and she said, yeah, I love Jonathan Creek. I was like, yes, that's something I didn't know we had in common because... I know you drop <laughs> it in as a kind of reference point every now and then. You say, it's like Jonathan Creek. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'd never choose to build yeah. on that branch exactly. of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I've only got two go-to Jonathan Creek moments, <clears throat> which is... Uh, he bricked himself into the wall. Yeah, watched that one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and they put a mirror in instead of a window. I don't know that one. In, that a, ha- in a conservatory. Oh, yeah, it's a good yeah. one. Christmas special, 998. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But anyway, so we started talking about Jonathan Creek and we seen this windmill. Um, Just like we did then, was it that conversation you had in bed with her? Oh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, for fuck's sake. Ended slightly differently. <laughs> 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 I wonder like... why your foot was running up and down my car. <laughs> <laughs> it ended like this because I, I, there was a point in the episode where I remembered because we started watching them from the beginning. There's a point in the episode which happens quite a lot with Jonathan Creek where I forget because I forget quite a lot of stuff that's happened to me in my life. I forget about it, but then I was about forty minutes in and then I remembered every single thing about it. And it was still because it was two part. There was still a good over an hour to go, and I remembered every single thing that was going to happen. Was it like episode. did your eyes roll up in your head as a series of fucking white hot flash frames seared <laughs> through your memory? And you go, I remember. <laughs> everything I just stood up in the bed <laughs> um, so, so so then I could feel my interest in that particular episode waiting because I was like because I said oh do you remember this one and she said no shut up <laughs> I want to know exactly what happened so I went on my phone and I was like then I was just thinking he was in this you know he lives in a windmill mm-hmm. and um, they're always in London and, or just outside of London which I know doesn't make a difference because like Sherlock's fucking filmed in Cardiff um, but I was like I bet that London I bet that windmill is close close by um, so I looked where it was and yeah it was it was in a place called Shipley which is uh, really close to Horsham which is like an hour away from where I lived um, and uh, this girl's got a car so I was like 
this windmill's like an hour away. Like, should we go? And uh, she was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Let's drive to this windmill. Amazing. Yeah, so uh, we like, got out of bed. We were hungover, but we were hungover no more because we were excited. Probably shouldn't have been driving. Um, but, uh, don't, don't confess to anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. His stuff's going to overshadow this. Let's <laughs> all admit to crimes. <laughs> Oh man, I gotta up my feature to the point where it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go outside like oh, it's right, I'm breaching copyright, it's fine. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so we jumped in the car, um, drove down. As we were like so I just got the address for it. Um we drove down. As I was driving, I started reading more and more about the windmill and it, it did have and it did this amazing website that seemed like it was being kept um, like really up to date there was always new pictures and stuff <laughs> some fucking steel sails really well polished up to date windmill <laughs> yeah. you say the website was kept the up website was oh up sorry, to date. sorry yeah, no 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 sorry, <laughs> sorry. thanks for listening back than I did <laughs> no no, no well, how sorry, do you keep play. what sort of updates <laughs> that's the thing because obviously the windmill is just there <laughs> so, not doing anything but it was just like update and it was like oh it's also being used in this movie and update we had this visitor today and then it was like update Gav's coming. Somebody new has bought the windmill. Update. Um, Not so, it's a woman. Yes. Update. Update. She's got brown hair. <laughs> She's Up- getting out of the car. <laughs> she doesn't look very happy. <laughs> coming towards me. Um, but it was like, update. Uh, the windmill can no longer be visited by the public, um, but it is visible uh, from a public uh, footpath. So we but we haven't erected a fucking windmill obscuring wall that would also render it inaccessible to wind. The helm has been there blocking it. This is not getting any power out of this. Um, but it's, so it, but it, it, it is quite a sad thing because there are all these pictures of visitors and stuff like that, and it was just like. We were already halfway there, and I said, oh, right, it's not open to the public, but we can still see it. It's like, well, we're already halfway there. Uh, we're going to go for some lunch close by or something. It'll be fine. So we went for some lunch, got to this tiny place, and we were, as we were driving, we seen it. And, like, as someone who fucking loved Jonathan Creek, it was awesome because the windmill is used a lot in that. They've obviously spent a lot of money hiring it out because they use it all the time in the episodes. So every time you see it, and, like, as we were driving down in our car... Looked over and saw it, and I was like, I was fucking excited, man. Like, wow. really, like... For me, that must be like seeing the lighthouse from going around a twist. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I, like, I was expecting, like, I don't know, like, you know when you go to, like, I know it's very, very different scale. When you go to, like, Abbey Road, like, there's a, there's a webcam set up on Abbey Road because there's constantly people over it. Yeah. Like, every single minute of every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, I did expect that there'd be more than us, <laughs> Like, did you really? Around. <laughs> well, the yeah. windmill from Jonathan Creek. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when you say it like that, <laughs> this is this really is like an Alan Partridge visit to like an owl sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it was on TV. Like, do you know Speedy's, the sandwich shop in the Sherlock Holmes sandwich shop? Yeah. yeah, there's constantly people outside that taking pictures and stuff. So, like, I thought. It's like really close to King's Cross. But I thought, oh, it'd be really... Does like, he ever come out and say, does anyone want sorry, a fucking yeah. sandwich? Or they'll yeah. scatter <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but, but I thought, oh, there would be more than people on this there. But it's this tiny little village and there was nobody there. Like Everyone was just coming out of church. Um, so we pulled up and it's, yeah, it's, I guess it must be like 100 people live in this village maybe. It's fucking tiny. So we pulled up, started speaking to this woman. I was like, oh... Um, They're all fucking... 
Yeah. Something going on there, I don't like it. <laughs> so I said, to, yeah, it's like Wicker Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This does end with this girl, like, getting set on fire. Um, <laughs> I had to drive back! <laughs> My head <laughs> in a basket of bees! <laughs> <laughs> it was fucked! <laughs> anyway, Jolly Green. Um, but How do seen... they keep bees inside a basket? Basket's got holes in. Different. Maybe the, they need to be in that basket. I don't know. Perhaps there was just some, just some honey on his face yeah. that oh, they yeah. liked. Honey, yeah, so they it's their job, isn't it? Why well, just get rid of the basket, just put some honey on his face. Anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> that's ne- that's next week's Mythbusters. <laughs> just to stop his face escaping. <laughs> um, but we saw a little lady with a dog and said, oh, um, is it a public football finish? She said, yeah, just around here. So I was like, fuck, this is amazing. Walk down, then there's like a really shit fence in between me and getting closer to the, to the windmill. But it said it was visible, but I couldn't really quite see it. Like, I could see it, but... Like, not good enough to get an Instagram picture, I'm telling you that for nothing. So I thought, well, I'm going to climb over this fence. We've come all the way here. <laughs> 45 minutes. Driven 45 minutes. <laughs> um, so we climbed over, and this dog came out and started going fucking ballistic. Like, But it wasn't coming towards me, it was just sort of standing outside the door. So I don't think it was a guard dog, I just think it was her, like, the woman who owned it, it was her dog. Did it come out of the windmill? Uh, it was already outside, but it was sitting down sort of around the corner. And then as soon as, we, as soon as it even had a whiff of me coming over this fence and coming around to try and take some pictures, I took like four before he even saw me, shit dog. Um, was, it, <laughs> was it a tiny shit dog? Or? No, no, no. It's a big, like, golden Labrador. Oh, he's yeah. not going to hurt you. Yeah. No, he was going fucking ballistic. And then another little little tiny dog came with him as well. So it was two dogs shouting at me. And uh, so the girls, would, she ran back over and jumped over the fence. But I was like, no, we're fucking here now. I'm going to get some pictures. So I took loads. And I stand there. And then, so you fucking fed the dogs and drugged me. <laughs> yeah. So I give the dog a fucking kick in. Broke his neck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What would Jonathan Creek do? Yeah. Well, I punched drugged, it. He drugged the dog. Don't break <laughs> its neck. And at, at it. <laughs> cut it up, put it in some paint guns. Froze one of its legs, <laughs> beat someone to death with it, thawed the evidence and ate it. Caroline ah. Quentin loved it. <laughs> and then this woman came out and started going, This is private property! <laughs> and I got flustered and just went, I'm really sorry, can I look at your windmill? <laughs> no, please. <laughs> I'm really sorry, can I look at your windmill? And you went, no, this is private property. And I was thinking, shouldn't have bought a fucking famous windmill. Oh, this is exactly the thing I was thinking. I was like, oh, I was just thinking, why would you buy the fucking famous, yeah. it's not really that famous, windmill from John of the Creek and then just be like, well, no, you're not coming in to see it. Like, there was nobody else there. Like, I can understand if there was like hundreds of people trying to get into this, you know, windmill, but there wasn't. It was just us. Um, we had climbed over a fence, I guess. Well, okay, I guess, but we did do that. Yeah. But so I, so I said, oh, do you mind if I just come up and take a picture? And then she went, no, this is private property. Well, I'm taking one anyway. You can't fucking stop light photons traveling into my phone, you cow. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. I just, because I was like behind the thing, and I just went, I'm just going to do it anyway. So yeah. I, just, I just walked up, so I take a picture. I'm going to phone the police. And I just went, oh, fine. I'll be long gone. <laughs> but she was like, yeah, you're not allowed to take any photos. And I was like, I've taken loads. <laughs> <laughs> just run <laughs> and jump like over the fence. You, you broke your like immaculate face by <laughs> taking loads of photos slowly, getting it all nicely framed up, yeah. and turning around and running. Yeah. Your little arms moving dead fast and shouting. Well, I've taken loads. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you gonna do? Yeah. I've got instant upload turned on. Yeah, all on it. Dropbox now. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can't have a password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then we just walk back around, but like from where we were parked, she could see the car, and I thought, oh, she's going to come over now, but she just stood there looking at us. It was really creepy, like through a bunch of trees. She was just standing and looking oh, at she's us. She's killing people. She's yeah. grinding victims' bones to dust between the mill yeah. wheels of her windmill in her Although mind. Although if you were, were going to kill some people, you probably wouldn't buy a famous windmill. But I'm interested to see... Oh, hiding in plain sight is plainly yeah, what she's doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see when this new series kicks off if the windmill is featured at all because, like... Oh, I hope it starts with Jonathan Creek going, some grumpy bitch bought my yeah. windmill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a grumpy bitch with an annoying dog. Yeah. <laughs> Go there all the time. A, I love Labradors. Labradors are usually nice dogs. You've yeah. got to be a real cunt to turn one into a barky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but just from being in sort of the mood for Jonathan Creek and, like, basically... Me and this girl were Jonathan Creek and Caroline Quentin that day. But, but also, like, Windmill, that's like, for me, it's almost like buying like a fairground where I to live on. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you buy something, you can't be a grumpy bitch and live in a windmill. Stop using the word bitch, everyone. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I know I used it, and now you all think you're allowed to use it, but I felt bad when I said bitch. I don't mind that word. He was, like, was talking it? about the Labrador. Yeah. Steve, yeah. Like, what is your beef? <laughs> Don't censor me, <laughs> but like you can't be an arsehole and live in a fairground. So I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Gav. You cannot be an arsehole and live in a fairground. But I just thought, like, at least you got you live in a you live in a fucking windmill. It's Every day should be a new, ever increasing level of joy. Yeah, you never exactly. Thought possible. Yeah, yeah. She can't live as you, as, as you chucklingly tip another bag of flour into the little. Hopper that leads down <laughs> to the mill wheels. Why are you f- f- pouring flour into a mill wheel? Like flowers what come out of a mill. You'd be pouring wheat. Oh my god! I've, I've made the classic toast mistake. <laughs> you put bread into a toaster. Yeah. I would a cow's drink, look. Oh my god! This is like the whole process of wheat to bread is rife with <laughs> confusion <Yes>. like this. <laughs> That's the mystery that I solved. Wasn't much of a mystery. When they shout Mystery of how grumpy is the new arsehole who owns the windmill? <laughs> Solved by Gav Murphy. Yes. And his, his lady accomplice. Caroline Quentin. <laughs> Sound effect of a big case book closing. <laughs> then someone saying, sit, Ubu, sit. <laughs> Good dog. Good dog. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Now it's time for my regular feature. An yes. adventure. An adventure into ornithology. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I've been watching some Matt Berry sitcoms and he's he's got a habit of doing that thing with a syllable at the end of the word. And it's really catching. It's, it's just a shortcut to comedy. It's the, it's the way that man talks. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't fault Matt Berry. I just like the man. Yeah. He is awesome. Even his absolute radio jingles I really like as well. Bloody look. should be annoyed, annoyed by them by now. Watching Toast of London, just been catching up with it. It's I, w- I haven't watched any of it. Do, it? Yeah. do watch it. Anyway, this is not about birds. We said ornithology. Yeah. Which is the study of ornithols. A kind of bird. <laughs> I was impressed to the point of genuine... You know that feeling when you're impressed? Yeah. I had that, genuinely. <laughs> to a degree 
that I wouldn't previously have thought possible. You, you're when I heard both the name and the sound of a bird. Okay. <laughs> this bird is called the Great Bustard, which is funny already. Yeah. I, I'm on team. I'm down with this bird. Great is a it's a fine adjective. Yeah. And it, then you've got bustard, which has bust in it. And, and sounds a bit like bastard. It sounds like a and bastard tits. with tits. It, it? <laughs> yeah. Great tits. Yeah. Great, great bustard. Great. <laughs> yeah. And it's a bit like custard. It's a funny Are food. you a bustard? From oh another angle, if you, if you have a brilliant shit on a bus, that's a great bus turd. <laughs> Maybe if you've got idiotic tits, you've got a bus tard. I don't... There's so many beautiful angles to take this from, mm. and you haven't even heard what it sounds like yet. Amazing. What the bird sounds like. It sounds like it's just shitting itself. <laughs> I'm going to play. <laughs> That's not The gruff real. nasal call of the great bustard had been absent from our farmlands until recently, when the first birds bred in the wild for over 180 years. <laughs> Fuck off. Weighing around 16 that. kilograms, no. the male great bustard is one of the heaviest flying birds in the world, and it's tall too. Stately in appearance, the males stand at a meter high. The head and neck are pale blue-grey, the body and tail rufous brown with black bars, and the underparts white. Males in breeding plumage grow large white whiskers, and can be heard at this time of year squabbling over territory, in which they will later display to females. Great bustards were most common in Wiltshire and East Anglia. But in the past, they were hunted to extinction, and the last known breeding birds in the UK were in 1832. Today, oh, great bustards are I back on Salisbury Plain, thanks to the work of the Great this... Bustard Group. The group aims to establish a self-sustaining population in the UK. The reintroduction programme began using eggs and young birds from southern Russia, where many nests are inadvertently destroyed by approaching tractors. A scheme to rescue the eggs was put in place, and today, some of these birds are now nesting in the big sky landscapes of Wiltshire. <laughs> now that's me. Promise me you had nothing uh, to do with that. I, I had nothing. That that's is, available on the BBC website. That is from tweet of the day. That is Chris Packham. He is a. He's not a man who's unaware of the comedy potential of a okay. farting bird. Yeah. But just the beautiful timing on that and the way it left us hanging. On 1832. Yeah. Yeah. 1832. Like... Pause. Why would the bird respond to that? The yeah, bird responds yeah. at things like territorial, impressing females. <laughs> yeah. That's when you make yeah. a big trump. Yeah. Well, I want to impress a lady. Yeah. Yeah. Trumping appreciatively at yeah. the preservation movement of the eggs, <laughs> which yeah. it really liked. And also just, uh, just the little affirmative mini trumps. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's yeah. a great busted group. It Correct. Went, as in, like, yes, that's what we, how we refer to Love it, ourselves. love it, keep going. I, I very much appreciate the work the Great Bustard Group are doing with rehabilitating me into this, this environment. Yeah, I'm not going to go on. And that. I express that by going. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that cannot be surpassed. So I don't know why I've done this fucking feature. <laughs> Wait, has this, sparked, just, this has sparked an interest in bird calls for you. Yeah, so I mean. Have you gone out and started. Recording the various bird calls around South London. I have yes, seen I... you out and about with a recorder. Recording yes, I have, and I've taken it very seriously. I, I don't want you to think I've done this as some kind of 
childish response to that. And no, I'd like of course to, not. I'd like to prove that to you by listening to this. This is the beautiful, the wheatier bird. Nice. Hmm. Lovely. I like that. Isn't where'd, it? Where did you record that? Oh, that was um, just... Kennington. Damn, damn, oh my God, I was lucky enough to have a wheatier visiting. Wow. And that's a... What are the odds? I was going to... Just to, you know, I'm not, I'm not taking, and this isn't a joke, this is okay, yeah. genuinely okay. inspired a genuine interest in ornithology for me. The wheat ear is a small, mainly ground-dwelling bird. It hops or runs on the ground. It's blue-grey above with its black wings and white below with an orange flush to the breast. It has a black cheek. Hmm. In flight, it shows a white rump in a... <laughs> no, this isn't a joke, Steve. All right, okay. I am He's passionate now. about something. I'm, it doesn't have to be... I'm Bill Oddie. I'm a thin Bill Oddie. I'm a thin buff Bill Oddie. <laughs> <laughs> no, everything's a joke, Steve. Sometimes yeah, you can just enjoy things on the right. base level that it is. There's a gear change from the bus. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I'm assuming you were waiting for... Like, the way that it happened, you thought, hmm, if that guy's so funny, if I go out with a recorder, I'm going to be able to record loads of other funny ones. And then, yeah. actually, no, they're just really interesting. Turns well, out birds are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. All birds. Sweet. Especially the wheatus bird, yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> That's the wheat ear. Wheat ear. Wheat ear. <laughs> I'm assuming it's it carries wheat around in its ears or, yeah. or flour. I was reading as yes. wheat ear. Yeah. yeah, I don't give a shit about any, any of the stages of bread, up to, up to and including toast. <laughs> and so I'd just like to play you another one. And this is this this one's hidden in this. There's quite a few birds in this one because, like, you know what, treetops get a bit busy. So just listen. If we see if you can have. Homing on the bird I'm really interested in here. That's that's not a bird, that is that is the um Apple volume up sound. <laughs> Does sound like a bird though, does oh, yeah. Quite cool. Yeah. Him. Ooh. Him. Nah. <laughs> Keep listening. It's a land over discovery. That's the rare and exquisite Ford Fiesta bird <laughs> that I was wow. privileged enough to have in my driveway a couple of weeks ago. It's beautiful. It, it propels itself around by flapping its four enormous doors. <laughs> and it's a shy bird and acutely aware that it's bigger than the other birds and slightly ungainly. <laughs> and sometimes a little peewit can be seen hopping towards it and saying, go on. Make your beautiful song. <laughs> and he says, no, I can't. I'm too shy. I'm just a big, ugly metal bird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have legs and beaks with which to lay, make a nest to lay my metal car eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and the peewit says, go on, make your beautiful song. And he goes, ha, ha, ha. And the peewit goes, oh my God, you fat bitch, I can't believe you fucking chose, you sang. You've got a nerve, you big ugly cunt. Fuck off out my garden. And it goes, and drives slowly away. (laughs) Birds can be fuckers. That's a fucking mean bird. Mean birds. birds. (laughs) Starring Tina. (laughs) Don't like that bird. Well, I like the the bird. I don't like the other ones, yeah. That, that... Surrounding birds. The Ford Fiesta bird has got a jubilant comeback coming to it. I just oh, hope good. I'm there to see that movie. Here's um, another one. It's a roadside bird, this one. Oh, cool. So it often hangs around roads. By A roads, B roads. All the roads. 
What was that? That's a moist sounding bird. <laughs> That's the big old ball bag bird. <laughs> what are they up to? I don't know, it comes from Scotland. <laughs> I've, I've read some people from tweets who say the word ball bag, so I assume that that's what they sound that's, like. Yeah. And it uses its juicy wet throat to produce a sonorous glottal slurp. And that sound can actually have a triggering effect for people who've received a very sloppy blowjob. Really? Yeah. Oh. What's you can swans? trigger warning. If you've had a... On the ball bag bird. If you have, if you walk past a big, big old ball bag as it makes its sonorous glottal <laughs> slurping sounds... <laughs> It can send a shiver up your back. So if you've if you've ever received a very an, a sloppy beach, a sloppy beach. <laughs> That's foul. Sloppy beach. I'm changing my Twitter name. Now. <laughs> That's what, what kind of bird is that, look? <laughs> That's the audio bird. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I want it as my alarm. It's built mainly from files I've stolen out of the BBC sound effects library. <laughs> and I'll leave it to you to decide whether I was genuinely wanking into the microphone or pulling my cheeks apart like Christian Slater in the movie Pump Up the Volume. And finally, it was difficult to catch this because these birds are usually found in Carnaby Street and it was very odd to find them in hell. <laughs> <laughs> It's the bird. That's the Kenneth Williams. That's Sid James. <laughs> I don't like this. Pigs. Pigs. <laughs> It just goes to show there is a happy ending in hell. Fuck me. I really don't like that one. I don't like that bird. It's surprisingly easy to find and download all the laughs of the different people from Carry On. <laughs> and how much they sound like birds in hell. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's a shiver up my spine. Science. Great, mm. isn't it? That's the old boar bag bird you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, the Carry On birds, they were originally, obviously, good time birds. Had a lot of fun in the 60s and 70s before the, the racist sitcom bird took over and took over their habitat. Bastards. Eventually they were There's cons- no conservation effort happening there. Yeah, and their part in creating a permissive society in this country ended up in them being sent to hell by Roger Helmer. <laughs> Brought it full circle. Brought nice. it full circle. Guys, I'd done a callback. Amazing. <laughs> Jesus, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that feature. <laughs> I love that. Oh, somebody tell me where my feature's gone, my regular feature. But we have been sent something <laughs> that isn't money and didn't come from Green Man Gaming, which is, as you say, getting fewer and fewer, but awesome, because Jen Penn sent us a bag full of badges. And I'm not... Badges without the R. This isn't a whimsical oh, bullshit thing. That, yeah, no. yeah. Actual pin badges, and they're fucking awesome. So, so this we were filming something for OXM today, and we managed to sneak it in to nice. pretty much every shot. I haven't, I haven't seen these badges yet. What are they of? They are of our iTunes artwork, the RF and the regular yeah. features, which is cool, even though I was thinking about changing it, but that's cool. Until <laughs> we run out of badges. No, no, because we'll be giving those badges away to you, the readers, when you do something worthwhile for us. Yeah. 
as Jen Penn's suggestion was, that we call them blue feature badges. Oh my god, that's good. Yeah, yeah. she's good. I'm not joking. She is very <laughs> that good. That's really good. So yeah, if we were a magazine, we'll get you into Thorpe Park for free. Yeah. Yes, and Windsor Castle. We'll make some phone calls, and that'll definitely happen. I was about to yeah. say, take a picture. If we were a magazine. We could say, take a picture of yourself, uh, like reading the magazine, a funny thing, but we'd be like, take a picture of yourself listening to the podcast in yeah. a really weird place. Send us an audio recording of you wearing the badge and we will feature it on the podcast. And maybe in Roger Helmer's newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's going to be a weekly thing until, <laughs> until somehow they stop me. I don't think they can. If you are an interesting person doing interesting things with regular features somehow, send us a picture or something and you might get a badge. We've got people who listen to us who do the fucking windows at Selfridges or something, haven't we? Really? Oh, yeah. Stick some badges in there. Yeah, put some fucking regular features in Selfridges' shop windows. Let us do stop, a live Stop podcast. making it all about you, you selfish bastards. Selfridge bastards. Selfridge, yeah. We'll do a live podcast in a Selfridge window display. Sort that yeah. out and we'll give you a badge. Fix it for us to stand in there like mannequins, maybe draped oh, and stuff. Oh, that'd be good. Wearing Roger Helmer masks. <laughs> Oh my god, and sucking each other off through a hole in the mouth. <laughs> yep. All that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> this is taking shape. It's finally taking shape. Guys, we need to go work on this. So let's say goodbye to the readers <laughs> and, and nail this shit down. Bye. 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 Did, was there any update on this guy seeing... Um, no, I'm going to go... It's Tuesday tonight. I was meant to be going oh, to find shit. out. So, um, obviously, doing a podcast is more important. We, of course. We couldn't do it with two people because Matt's obviously not turned up for a second one on the trot. His heart's not in it these days. Mm. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> he, he's out with his pan on the internet. <laughs> he said. He literally said, what's in it for me? <laughs> yeah. I can do it if you give me $100 an episode, he said. <laughs> He did say that. So yeah, no, that is. So we're scrounging together the money to afford Matt on the podcast. If you do want to help us with that, you can go to greenmangaming.com forward slash regular features. If you're buying a game, yeah, if you go through there, click on our faces. We'll get a small sum of the of the money that you spend, and yeah. hopefully next issue we'll be able to afford the premium internet stability that is Matt Lee's. Mm. We're saving up, but we hope to be able to get him every you know, four or five episodes. We would have uh, had a year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We would have had enough money, but we we invested <laughs> in regional finance corporation, <laughs> which had a pretty shit week last week. Just <laughs> down, guys. Um, we lost all the money. <laughs> so if you're one of the people who keeps investing in it to make their stock go down, stop doing that because <laughs> it was our idea first. I swear, if you buy stock in something, the price goes up. Not this again. <laughs> because look, you're increasing demand for it. Of course, the price is going to go up. It's only if you insure more stocks. Oh, uh, that's the difference between shares and stocks. I buy more shares, the sh- everyone's the wor- the price of everyone's share of the company goes down. We're going. To, yes, you buy stock, you're buying big crates in a warehouse. We're going to work this out soon. At some point, <laughs> yes. Because <I'm> <laughs> what I'm thinking about is horses. When you bet on a horse, so if you get like one person oh, bet on a horse, it won't change odds. Yeah. odds. <laughs> It's because it's because got a decimal we, point. You can see why I'm confused. We need to learn a little bit more before we sink all no, of our money no. into this. We're if we can't tell the difference between share prices and odds in a bookie, 
<laughs> we've, we've just got to read a bit. So we'll just give all of our money to Zoopla. <laughs> That's stock, is it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't saw even, it. Don't even know. I saw it on the tube. <laughs>